Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Two Have Soccer Podcast. My name is Jackson. I'm sitting here with two good friends. Mike, do you want to say hello? Hello, everyone. And Chris, what's up? What's going on, man? Not much. We got a pretty exciting episode. Uh, just a FYI for those listening, we are also watching the Brighton versus Brenton game. Uh, pretty exciting friendly here. It's convenient but, distraction. Yeah, but uh, if you hear us stop pausing, I'm sure there's going to be an amazing goal anytime. But... We will be talking a lot um, late July here. It's a pretty exciting time, to be honest. Haven't said that in the soccer world in a while. But uh, we have the Women's World Cup. We have Messi. And we have the League's Cup going on. So we'll, we have plenty to talk about today. But what have you all been watching since we last uh, talked? Man, it's been pretty special. This League Cup, I'm just in love with it. Seeing all these Mexican teams and MLS teams battle it out. And the MLS teams battle the other MLS teams. It's it's yeah. fun. It's like a World Cup for is, MLS and MX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're having a moment. I really like it. And, of course, Messi. I mean, how can you not love this guy? Man already has three goals. He's played two games. <laughs> three goals in two matches. And we were wondering what kind of impact he'd have. Yeah, I think it's three goals in like 90 minutes even yeah it's, it's been nuts so he has landed in america and life couldn't be better i just feel a lightness in the air that he's here yep any other games you were watching over the past week and a half or so uh world cup games highlights uh mostly no. but i did watch the first group stage usa game uh, against vietnam live which was fun and i'm gonna be doing that tonight as well what about you chris yeah i said last week is a good time to be a soccer fan man it's, yeah. it's, it's nuts how much is going on and all that you guys said, nobody even mentioned the MLS All-Star Week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How can we All-Star forget? Was going, oh, by the way, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. All-Star Week just happened. I watched the challenge, um, the challenge tournament, and obviously the game versus Arsenal didn't work out the way we wanted, but I thought it's still a great exhibition for the league, and uh, I expect us to get a little bit more notoriety. It does show, you know, how good a team Arsenal have that they completely demolished us 5-0. Uh, but I like that Havertz, you know, he got his first goal with Arsenal. We got to look at Balogun in a different lineup, you know, outside of the U.S. squad. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just, you know, other players getting being able to showcase their skills. The one, I guess, highlight of the MLS All-Stars was how well we did at the cross, the, that cross and um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the cross and finish thing. Yeah. Uh, that guy was on fire. He was nailing him every, 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 every trick, every shot. And then eventually he, he wanted to stun on him and try to uh, – bicycles and all this other stuff because he's so far ahead yeah but yeah i thought um, that was fun yeah i've totally forgot about that shout out wayne rooney totally shit on the mls all-star game after the fact what do you uh, say because uh, they asked him why didn't you win he's like well we only had like two days to prepare as a team wow. and he's like how do you expect us to do anything if you give us like two <laughs> days to train together it was pretty funny wayne rooney's a gym what a guy he does have a point though i mean this is like an established club yeah. that's been playing together yeah, for like, a long time you can't expect this group of random like 20 people to automatically have chemistry and know what each other are going to do that's true it's a team sport it could have been Austin worse are used to playing together so yep. yeah I, I see that point yeah but funny guy um uh, and apparently um he was complaining that I think Apple or Fox, whoever was like broadcasting, they kicked his like assistants out of the box so they could like have more cameras. He was salty. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "What the hell are you doing? I need my assistant coaches here." Yeah. But God, he's <laughs> awesome. Just yelling at people. I'm sure had a few beers afterwards. Rooney's but, always been that way. He doesn't like <laughs> he's losing funny. zero to five. I can tell you that he's a competitive guy. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot going on. So we'll go ahead and say. Uh, we can go ahead and take a, what our coldest moment of the week is. I mean, really, week and a half, maybe even two weeks. I kind of forget. Um, I can kick this one off. This is not actually any soccer play. 
Uh, my coolest moment of the week is the owner of uh, Patrick's Bar and No Grill in Waldo, KC. They were having problems with their satellite um, when I went there to watch the U.S. women's game. Um, that first game against Vietnam, game starts at 8. I got there around like 7.55, talked to the bartender. It's like, hey, can you put the game on? She's like, no, we can't. Uh, the satellite is like messing up, so we won't get the game. Um, and then like the owner comes in because – she like called him. She's like, Hey, the satellite's messing up. He like comes in within like three minutes of him, of her calling, like fixes the satellite, gets the game on like three TVs, <laughs> just a fucking champion before the game even starts. It was awesome. What it's a like, boss. Yeah. It's like, damn. All right. That's a great move. True American. Yeah. Clutch play. Clutch play. Yeah. That's, that's my Colts moment of the week as the owner of Patrick's, which his name is Patrick. So been there. Gem of a place. Uh, my coldest moment. I'm going to go with John Pulse camp. And this recent League's Cup game against uh, Cincinnati. Just, man, how unlucky are you? You're diving backwards to try to, like, block this shot. And then you're falling. You're like a rock. Gravity is taking you to the ground. And it bounces off your back and goes in the goal. Like, that's rough. But uh, I think otherwise he had a pretty good game. I just don't like Sporting Kansas City blowing <laughs> leads right now. It seems yeah, like it's no lead is yeah. safe. It feels like the Kansas City Chiefs in the 90s where you're just like, how are we going to tank this? But, it's like the opposite of the Chiefs right now. It's like, you know the Chiefs are going to win. And it's like Sporting gets out to leaders. It's like, well, we know they're going to lose. <laughs> how are they going to do it? That's the fun part. Yeah. It's like, oh, Polito red card bingo. <laughs> What a what a headbutt! But whew. yeah, it was an entertaining game. If you didn't, yeah, if, yeah, that's one way to put it. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Chris? Do you have a coldest moment of this past week? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the VAR in the Women's World Cup, oh, man. God. I actually, um, no, nah, it's it's good news. I'm actually yeah. a fan of. I don't know if you noticed, but after they signal for the VAR they review and they come back and explain it yeah yeah and I liked how they they turn on the mic and you actually hear the explanation from the official which yep. obviously educates the public and and it offers some insight into you know that that train of thought or whatever the decision making process is for the official so I I thought that was um that was a genius move by FIFA to implement that you know and and um the men's world cup they would just point to the penalty spot or you know, deliver whatever the decision was, but they never yep. explained it. Yeah, that had me confused when I was watching the U.S. games. Like I said, I wasn't a bar, so we didn't have sound. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they "Oh, like, you're like, what is he doing?" Yeah, yeah they, they never <laughs> signaled anything. So I'm like, "What? What happened? I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> and they were, yeah, they were talking. And then when I watched like games after that, I was like, oh, "Okay, yep, they're explaining stuff and not just pointing." Yeah, yeah, I've seen one where the foul she she said was reckless, which is obviously referee terms, and then another one. Uh, arm was extended, so on and so forth, you know. So I like that at least they provide the justification, which is new. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Um, you so could also go with, like, if you go on pop culture, uh, just how many celebs showed up to the Miami game. Oh, God. Into Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's like There's, all the GOAT sideline. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a good way to transition to uh, our first topic today is just going to be thoughts on, on the messy debut. So if – Somehow you don't know, Lionel Messi came and signed with Inter-Miami. He made his debut in the first League's Cup game against Cruz Azul, a Mexican side. Pretty fairly good, even. Um, and that was, like, what, last Thursday? Last Wednesday? Last Friday? It escalated real quick. You know what it was? <laughs> it was the same night that the women played. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So it was Friday. Um, 
Yeah, so Messi made his debut on Friday, and yeah, we can just go ahead and jump into... And since then, he's also played his second game, his first start. That was against Atlanta United. Yep. So, a few games in, Messi and uh, Busquets have been dominant in their time on the pitch together, so uh, we can just go ahead and start there. Uh, like Chris was saying, a lot of celebs, a lot of high-priced tickets, but uh, what are our initial thoughts on this? <laughs> Did we say last episode, like, what would you pay to see oh, Messi? Yeah. Or what are they going for? I kind of feel like they've delivered, man. It's lived up to the <laughs> yeah. hype. I don't know if I'd spend thousands of dollars, but I feel like the fans are yeah. there getting their money's worth. Yeah, if, if I had the kind of money that, like, LeBron James had, I'd definitely <laughs> be there, I'll tell you that much. Like, that row alone is probably driving the tickets up X amount. Amen. Yeah, and I'm sure David Beckham is probably just has a suite full of all that cash he just goes back into and just rolls around. I love seeing their emotions, though. I mean, just how big a moment it was for David Beckham and some of these other guys who are just like, man, Messi is scoring goals in the United States. Like, what does that mean? I think it's, it means yeah. a lot. I feel like David Beckham is looking like a genius right now as, like, one of the first big names to come back to America. He has to, like, just sit back and be like, I told everyone, like, he, he saw some potential. He took, like, ownership of a future club as part of a deal, and now he's living it. He's the owner of, like, one of the most popular teams in the world for, like, I probably right now since Messi's on it, and he just has to be like, I did it. Yeah. I crushed it. Batting a 1,000. <laughs> nice move. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up uh, – um baskets though because i mean obviously messi draws all the attention because his goal scoring but man baskets touches are amazing the way he's facilitating action obviously he's looking for messi but the fact that they already have a previous history helps a lot mm -hmm. iniesta so, huh they got iniesta i didn't know that yep is, i mean is there any note on when he'll be with the team not that, it's, not that i know oh, okay when was that announced recently yeah, I heard it today. Yeah, wow. I think Iniesta and Jordi Alba are coming. So you see that they're going to start their own recruiting yeah. from behind the lines, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, uh, Busquets has looked great. I mean, I feel like this is really like the first time I've seen like a proper number six in like this league. Yeah, yeah. You don't see like this much playmaking <laughs> from that position in the Absolutely. MLS. And he's just distributing the ball wherever he wants and – it, it seems like he's even surprised by how much time he has. Yeah, he, like, his ability. Around, like, uh, have you noticed flinch. that? He's not athletic. His yeah. ability to find space, though, it's like he has forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. His touch is amazing. His ability to find space, his positioning. And again, like he's not like he's incredibly fast or athletic. He just makes it look easy. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about a player who replaced Pep Guardiola at Football Club Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, which is wild. I guess we could wildly speculate. Do you think Busquets will go into coaching after this? That's a, it's actually um, probably yeah. We think that's in his future. Great question, yeah. Yeah, I yeah I, yeah just someone with his intelligence and positioning, playing the way he does at his athleticism, which is like like you said, Chris, like not the best, but that's yeah. not like a slight against him because yeah, he's still like he one of the best need out it, there. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they say. Like you know, um, what they say that that um, talent doesn't age. You can see that with him and Messi. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I would venture to say Messi is not even a shadow of his former self. He's not going 100%. You can tell. And he's still dominating. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There goes the questions of whether the MLS would be too physical for Lionel Messi. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... Forget that. He scored three goals in two games. Well, just wait, wait till he plays Polito. Get a head in his face. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you guys think of Messi's impact on the team? Have uh, you noticed the chemistry? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy, right? Like, I, in that first game, um, I don't even know the, you know, like the player that got injured and then Messi was, like, talking about, like, dedi- dedicating the game to them. I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Yeah. It's just, like, some Class academy. Class move. Yeah, like some academy kid that gets injured and Messi is, like, able to rally the team around this. First comment after the game, he shouts out this injured guy. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's the leader. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it, it's nuts. It's, like yeah like i'm at a loss for words of like just the impact that you can we can see messi have mm-hmm. as just fans watching the game i couldn't imagine like what it's like in that locker room of like what you can actually feel and gain from this person being there because it has to be you're right it's intangible crazy. yeah other than what's happening on the fit on a pitch you're right it's it's intangible what you're gaining in the locker room i was just i was what really hit me was the joy on the players faces because obviously we were watching the u.s game on friday so I didn't really watch the, the Cruz Azul game mm-hmm. when he scored the free kick, the winning goal. Mm-hmm. But I, I said, I'm going to watch this Atlanta game just to see whether, you know, it's really living up to the hype. And I'm like, man, these guys have only practiced maybe a week and they look like they've played forever together. That's right. Yeah. That's was, absolutely right. It was really jarring. So that game, Messi has a brace. Everyone heard about that. But Robert Taylor from Atlanta United also has a brace. And they're playing off each other. It's like, yeah, it's yeah unbelievable. Right, two and two. Two and two. Yeah, yep. Four zero victory and uh yeah inter miami is going to advance the 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 bottom the bottom of the mls table but they have a legit chance in the league cup in the league's cup they really do i do like how they're playing yeah they have a legitimate chance to you know not win the supporter shield but win every other trophy because i mean they have 10 playoff spots or nine in the mls they don't have to get much higher in, in the league and there's 12 games remaining that's plenty feasible to make the playoffs and then they only need to make the playoffs now they're an entirely different team than when they started the year good point i don't think they will but i see your point yeah it's uh it, it'd be a, a tough climb to win the mls cup for miami but i don't see it as impossible given what needs to be done and how our playoffs are formatted think about that storyline if they do though. the that would be like yeah. the lakers in this nba playoffs like can yeah. they go from bottom of the table to actually making a run yeah Yep, and then... But like you said earlier, Jackson, it's amazing what belief in this guy. I mean, there's some unconscious, you can't even put words to it, but this guy's played at the high level for his entire life and just... He's a special person. He's he's unlike any athlete in the United States. And, you know, we have all of our celebrities lining up to watch this guy. And it's like, it's just pretty incredible. It does help that he's likable. You see his family sideline, his smile is infectious, and obviously he's a pass-first you shoot second kind of guy. He drinks that mate that all those Argentines drink. <laughs> you go about the mate again. <laughs> That's why it's so chill. I mean, yeah. get you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the key to a good soccer player. Got to drink that, allegedly. Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be really fun to watch him continue to play in the MLS um, and hopefully to see teams try to compete. And um, – I was listening to Jimmy Conrad uh, talk about this, the former uh, KC Wizards slash U.S. Uh, defender, about the sort of pressure. Obviously, like this goes without saying, but the pressure this puts on defending and center backs in the MLS now. Like for so long, we've been moving towards a league that is just like attack first and score enough, and you'll win games. Besides what's going on in Sporting Kansas City, we're definitely the exception. Um, that. 
teams are going to have to start scouting good center packs and good defenders that work well together, not just piece something together and hope it works. Fair point. But yeah, I've been package deal kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, or somehow get better coaching for center packs because I mean, yeah, the defensive coaching seems to be lacking in the MLS where there's just kind of. I mean, like that's been talked about, just more physical. Think that they can just push someone off a ball and that'll be enough. But you're, we're gonna have to start seeing like more pace from wing backs and uh, better tackling from center backs to get people off the ball. Also, notice how teams are playing it out of the back more often. So you need skilled defenders. Yeah. Yep. And goalie. Yeah, goalkeepers too. Yep. Um, any other thoughts about the messy debut? I mean, Apple has to be loving it. How much oh. did how much did Apple have to do with this? I mean, did you see uh, Messi shouted out Apple on his Insta story? Really? Yeah, he's like, sign up here if you want to watch me. It's like, wow. shit. Apple must have just they're going through they, the roof. They're yeah. like, holy yeah. shit, we hit the jackpot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it goes David Beckham and then Apple. Yeah, they're like, God, this is awesome. Just like the most influential like person in the world, probably. He really is. Like, yeah. That people have a poverty, uh, like a positive opinion of, like mm-hmm. you know, obviously politicians are like more powerful, but mm-hmm. you know, you get someone like Messi tweeting or Instagramming something, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I love that he's just going to the grocery store. He is a regular dude. Like that is just unbelievable. And that's why a lot of players want to come to the United States. I remember seeing an article with Thierry Henry years ago. You know, if they play in Europe, they got paparazzi following them everywhere. But right. they come to oh, the United yeah. States, nobody knows they're who they an, are. They're anonymous. Yeah. yeah, so they can have a private life, a normal life, I should say. Yeah. As private as Messi's life can be, it'll be in the U.S., that's yeah. for sure. But there are people who still won't recognize Messi. Yeah, they did yeah. a they did a social experiment just going around Miami acting, asking random people, what do you think of Messi coming here? And they're like, who? I'm serious. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, we're soccer fans, obviously, so we forget there's still a large segment of the population that don't follow soccer. Yeah, for sure. Well said. Um, so we've been talking about Messi a little bit. I think it, we can sort of go to the League's Cup as a whole now. So I'll go ahead and just, like, talk a little bit about what the League's Cup is, then we can talk about it for people who don't know. But the League's Cup, uh, I actually learned this when researching this. I started in 2019 this is not the first year of the league's cup um this is the first year the league's cup has included every team from the mls and from liga mx are there any canadian teams well vancouver toronto montreal and the mls but they're part of mls you're right yep yep so every team from liga mx and mls are now playing and this is the first time that a like tournament crossing country borders has included every team from their top league so that's pretty interesting. Um, but the, yeah, the 2023 edition features all 47 teams. Uh, the top two teams of each league get a bye to the knockout stages where it will be a, this is, I mean, pretty much like a World Cup style tournament. The top two teams from each group advance to the knockout stages where there will be a 32 team single elimination tournament. I do like that group rounds is no draws. Yep. And yep, like Chris saying, no draws if it goes if it's tied after a full 90 minutes, then it'll go to PKs where the winner will get an extra point. So the winner of PKs gets two, the loser gets one, and if you win a match, you get three points. Um, and then they are playing. The top three teams get a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League. 
which will qualify to the FIFA Club World Cup. And there's a prize pool of $40 million that gets distributed throughout the tournament in different ways. And I don't really know how that gets distributed, but it is reported that it's around $40 million. So a lot of money on the line. I'm sure Roger Espinosa needs it. Um, but uh, yep, that's sort of an outline of what the League's Cup is. And both MLS and Liga MX are taking breaks from their seasons to allow this to happen. Yeah, it's um, perfect timing, like I said, because it, it facilitates um, those that are that that need the break, you know, and and can ramp up second half of the MLS season, and then also uh, people's attention isn't divided for the Women's World Cup. So, yeah, I think it's it's opportune, and uh, obviously the uh, NWSL they have their Challenge Cup as well. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So it's a nice little break mid season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also, yeah, I, I think this is. Uh, has been great. Uh, I mean, we've talked about like how the games have been playing out, but just as a, as an idea, it always seems like there's such like a lull this time of the year in soccer, whether that be because there's no European teams really playing or because it is, you know, the dog days of summer and we just like are always <laughs> tired because it's so hot out, but it really provided a nice We're little on lake energy. fishing. Yeah. <laughs> no TVs around. Yeah. I like the different format. I like the three teams in every group and then it's the top two who advance. And so there's this one left out team that's like, Oh, I wonder who that's going to be <laughs> yeah. uh, in the different groups. But uh, I like seeing new teams play and this gives you the opportunity. It's like, Oh, I haven't seen Cruz Azul play or I haven't seen. That's you a good know, point. Yeah. yeah Cause we wouldn't normally be watching them. And we're like, well, I like this guy. Yeah. Oh, this team looks good. Oh, mm-hmm. look at their uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Or this team is getting amazing pressure but can't finish at all or you know different different comments you see uh but yeah what an entertaining format and it goes straight to penalties so there's no you know sometimes these extra time games it's like you're watching 120 minutes and then penalties and you're all stressed out but it's like game's tied go to penalties yeah let's not waste any time let's not waste any time and it's been fun yeah the games are entertaining as at least the ones i've watched i was disappointed uh you know obviously we missed our two penalties and our uh, shoot out at the end of the, the tie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would rather we hadn't coughed up the lead to begin with, but we still should have won on penalties. Yeah, I would have rather Kyrie Shelton made that goal in like the 84th minute, but <laughs> yeah, and give him credit for you know getting that third goal. But man, like no lead is safe with this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was interesting the spin, like the fact that you can get that point. It's like Kansas City earns a point. Yeah, we still have hope. It's like, yeah, yeah we still have hope. We, went we on, just we need went, to win. We went on next one on Monday with through. With uh, Guadalajara. Yeah. That's going to be a tough-ass game, though. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a wild Man, game. We, we don't have Al- Alan Polito. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're better without him. Uh, let me not say that. He's scoring goals. He scored like, how many goals <laughs> oh, that's a hot he take. scored in Live July? Play? When, when has he scored an open play? I can't even remember. He gives the ball up a lot. Watch his stats. He gives wow. the ball up a lot. His pass ratio for the red card. What do you think of the red card? I think it was accurate. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a red card. I feel like I don't think it was like intentional to headbutt him from Polito. I think it was like trying to intimidate him, and Backfire. you stuck your head somewhere that it shouldn't be, yeah. and it made contact with him. We'll but it's see, definitely in the, red. in the run of play on Monday. If I'm wrong, I will eat my words. But I do think that we have um, enough in Tommy and. Um, you know, shallowy. Are they going to bring in? Okay. Um, Is Shelton going to start against the Chivas? 
Who's the Frenchman that's been scoring lately from midfield? Uh, uh, Voltaire. Voltaire, yeah. I think we have enough. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. The, I mean, that'll be a really interesting game, definitely given that uh, Chivas travels pretty well in America. We'll see what the stadium feels like and sounds like in terms of whose supporters you can hear. But I know I'll be there. Yep, you know. I'll be there as well. It'll Chris, be- you coming? Oh, for sure. And is the beer still free? Oh, yeah. The beer and the tailgate's free. So get there early and uh, – who knows? Maybe I won't even remember the match. Maybe <laughs> you, I won't. Might, you might not want to. <laughs> yeah, I might not want to, but it'll be fun. Start is seven, eight, or nine start. Uh, starts at nine, I think. Why so late? I don't on a weekday. Yeah, I don't really understand why they decided That's to go why I so asked, late. Because when I saw nine, I thought maybe that was Eastern time. No, you know, but it's actually Central time. Oh, yeah, God. I think we're like the last game of like the uh, prelims for some reason, and oh. they just like wanted to push it back just to like have more TV slots filled. I'm not quite sure. I'm working from home on Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be a late <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if they start at nine. I don't want to say what I'm doing because I don't know if my boss listens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He will be stone cold sober. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, have you been able to watch any other League's Cup games lately? the messy game the atlanta game yeah i watched the first game i've watched sporting Kansas city but that's it and i've watched some highlights i'm not talking into the mic there we go uh i know st louis city had a close game uh i think they lost to columbus crew yeah they lost it was a, it was a yeah. good game though if we lose st louis gotta lose that's just the way it yeah. goes <laughs> that's 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 fair um I've seen some St. Louis City jerseys in our soccer league. It's kind of funny. So there's definitely St. Louis fans. Yeah, they're out here. here. Yeah. It's kind of like the Cardinals and Royals. Uh-huh. Yeah. I watched um, Minnesota United. Uh, Emmanuel Reynosa had a great uh, free kick goal trying to copy Messi. But nice. That was, that was fun to watch. I like watching him. I like watching Minnesota. He's Minis- Argentinian, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Ar- um, Minnesota and, and New York. I like New York Red Bulls. I like to watch. Or Sorry. New England Revolution. I don't. They played the Red Bulls. That's mm-hmm. why I said that. But mm-hmm. I like to watch those games. Um, so it's set up that every group has at least one League MX team, right? Um, it should be that way. And I believe there's one group with two League MX teams. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, great format. You get to see teams you don't get to see. Um, I remember. I remember way back in the day watching uh, the American Chivas team play at arrowhead against the wizards um dang that was way back in the day i've never seen the chivas play guadalajara never and i i think that's gonna be fun yeah look up their players yeah i hope the fans come out yeah yeah i i would think they would it seems like there's been some pretty good attendance at these games across the league um so we'll see how kansas city turns out but Monday night, what else are you going to do, right? That's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, 9 o'clock I'll do on a Friday night. Everybody's partying anyway. <laughs> but what are we doing on a Monday? And when yeah. we're done with that, we can watch some Women's World Cup. It'll be like. Yeah, they'll just be kicking off in the morning for them. <laughs> we're up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so just ride it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So I think that's a pretty good segue, Mike. We can start talking about the Women's World Cup. So that's been going on for a few days. Um, Mike, Mike's still sobbing. 
yeah. and mourning his Nordics. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, blowing, hey, blowing we got games. Sweden though. <laughs> they'll, they'll, who knows? They might blow it. Norway like, tonight, tomorrow. Norway is, Sweden, Norway Sweden is got it locked, but yeah. yeah, Norway didn't perform well. Denmark, uh, average, and who's the other one we're forgetting? Um, oof, mm. I don't know. Sweden, Norway, I think it's just those Finland. three. No, Finland. no, Finland's not in it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so what sort of games have y'all been watching? Should we start with the U.S. women's team or? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that game. All right, cool. Let's. Yeah, they so they played Vietnam. What they win? Three zero. Yes. Um, Sophia Smith had two goals. I forget who the other one was. Um, I won't fact check on that. Yeah. Uh, but what were our, our, our initial thoughts on this game? They played with nerves. They didn't finish. They should beat that team better than 3-0. Yeah. Agreed. They um they 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 handled their business, but obviously could have been a lot better against a better opponent probably would have been a draw, you know. Um but yeah, the weaknesses I think were glaring. I talked about the midfield and what they got to do. Um Alex Morgan missed a penalty. Um, yep. They missed a few opportunities, actually, in attacking third. But Alex Morgan also had the, the layoff pass, the little flick to S- Sophia Smith. So I guess those two even out. Um, uh, you can make an argument that, you know, there's lack of chemistry in the defense. Julie Ertz playing out of position, but we'll see. I mean, it's still early to, to jump to conclusions. But, yeah, I, I think it's still encouraging. They're going to have a really tough opponent in the Netherlands, though. I, I'd be very scared if I was them. Do you think um, sort of how they played are signs to be concerned tonight versus the Netherlands or even versus Portugal? Portugal, no. Netherlands, definitely. I watched Portugal play. I wasn't impressed. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always weird. Anytime I think of Portugal, I don't know how I can envision a team without Ronaldo. But <laughs> obviously I have to for the women. But, uh, yeah, I'm sort of still pretty optimistic and sort of high on the women's team. I think – it it was one weird seeing Julie Ertz as a center back. I don't really understand that. She's always played midfield, mm-hmm. even if it was like a defensive midfield position. But I even think last World Cup, she was more of a box-to-box. Yeah, she's a beast. Um, she so, runs the midfield. And yeah. the thing with, with Netherlands, they play with five midfielders. So you can't have that being your weakness, you know? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, it's it, it was definitely weird seeing that. I hope Rose Lavelle is getting more fit as she comes back from injury. She's always been a great midfielder for the U.S. Um, so she did get some minutes in the game versus Vietnam. Hopefully those minutes continue and can grow throughout the tournament where we can see her, um, I mean, maybe even starting by, you know, the semi or finals, depending on how far we get. But would love to see that build up. I think, you know, we had some unlucky bounces, like you said. A missed PK always hurts, but. So here's a question for you. Uh, being that the Vietnam Vietnamese didn't even try to possess the ball, and the United States pretty much had all of the possession, what do, do the possession numbers look like against the Netherlands? Are the Netherlands possessing the ball? Are yes. we kind of yeah? That's how they play. Yeah, they they play a possession game, and, and again, like I said, like if if we're not gonna learn to to to, to play through, it's gonna be tough for us. Like Nether- Netherlands. They they can hold they can hold possession and they have uh, f- strikers that can finish uh, and they're organized. So if you're playing against an organized team, like you've got to be able to, you know, string together a couple passes and finish them. Finish them. 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, this game time. I mean, I definitely think this is going to be the biggest challenge before we start entering later group stages. Um, Do you feel like there's more penalties in the women's game? I feel like I've seen a lot more penalties. What? Well, yeah, I, I think that's just because of the skill level. It's more handballs. It's not because of, the penalties weren't because of fouls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the penalties there seem to be, they weren't converted. There was a lot of missed penalties. Yeah, or, that's true too. Yeah, because well, Sinclair from Canada missed hers. Alex Morgan missed yeah. hers. Mm. Yeah, um, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I think, um, you know, obviously there's a huge debate. It's a good problem to have for U.S. If you have so many talented subs on the bench, you know, at what point yeah. do you switch things up? And, uh, you know, there's some, been some discussions that maybe starting um, the Christy Mewis, bringing her off the mm-hmm. bench, you know, um, uh, Lynn Williams. I think Lynn Williams should start. Uh, Rose Lavelle. Just, She's injured, isn't she? Rose Lavelle. Rose Lavelle's injured. Yeah. Uh, I said um, Lynn Williams. Mm. You could start her. Um, you, you could play. Um, uh, you could play Rose Lavelle limited minutes, and and Rodman also. You could do limited minutes. You could kind of bring her off the bench. Um, but yeah, put Lynn Williams up front with. Um, yeah, with Alex Morgan. I don't think you can take Alex Morgan off because she's a, a classic nine and leaves Sophia Smith in. You know, <coughs> but. Um, I, again, you got to shake up the midfield. That's what I think. Yeah. I think you put um, Julie Ertz back in midfield and pull somebody off the bench to play in defense. Do you anticipate uh, lineup changes for the U.S. team? I, I mean, it definitely sounds like you would make those changes if you were the coach, but do you think the U.S. women's team will? I think they will. Yeah, we'll see yeah. a whole different lineup to tonight. Not a whole different, but, but I think yeah, yeah, mixed tweaks, up. yeah. See some changes. Um, any predictions for – I guess we can throw out predictions before we start talking about some other teams and other stuff going on in the tournament. Is there a watch party tonight? Uh, I mean, there's one at PNL. I'm not going to uh, be there. I'm playing soccer tonight, so. Good luck. Last game of the summer season, so we'll see. Um, I'll watch the first half and then head out to watch that. But, yeah, any predictions? Anyone want to go on record? <laughs> Base. Based on last week's uh, performance, I'm going to say something like a draw, like 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. I feel like that's the kind Nailed of result it. we get. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't think they're gonna either team is gonna go all out because as we said, this this group is weak, so they're both gonna advance anyway. And I feel like they're both gonna meet each other later later on in the tournament. Yeah. So why would you want to show your hand? You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna spill everything and give away any strategies or, or looks. Yeah, that's but fair. I do think it's gonna be high scoring. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record. I'm gonna say Megan Rapino scores a goal tonight. <laughs> I don't that'd yeah. be sweet. There we go with shaking things up. I do yeah, see her yeah, coming. Yeah, we'll shake it up. She'll get some minutes. She'll find the back of the net. She'll do her thing and uh mm-hmm. you know maybe we'll get a win. Salute. <laughs> yeah. Um No yes. it's the it's like some she has a patented goal celebration that's quite cool. I've seen it. So um you know being an American, I cannot go against anything, anyone other than America. But I do think if there was any other team that I would like to win it, it's uh, Brazil. I think they look incredible. I know it's only one game in, but yeah. I think Brazil's going to do it, man. Their third goal, boy, that was pretty nice. Yeah. It's like a back heel assist. Like they're yeah. just again, they look like Miami. They play with so much chemistry. They play with flair, style, and they're organized. Yeah. Like they're clearly. Uh, on another level. And yeah. Hell of an announcement for the KC Current. They 
they announced they signed one of their center backs like yeah. during the World Cup. Lauren, the, uh, Lauren something. Yeah, yeah. Lauren something. He's twenty year old center back. Like, damn, what a what did an announcement to make? And just. Uh, the current have a hell of an upside. Yeah. Because they got a lot of young players. I know they're not doing well, kind of like um, sporting, but I feel like they have more of an upside than sporting. So oh, yeah, for hopefully sure. Hopefully with her and Dabinia around, I think, I think um, you know, they could develop some chemistry and do some things. It's only a two-year contract, though. Is it? I didn't mm-hmm. really see any details. I was yeah, like, oh, shit. One year with a one-year option. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't pick her up for the second, but, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be fun to watch. But, yeah, Brazil as a whole is looking great. Um I'm still I'm personally still enjoying Japan. I've been watching their games. I'm yeah. on I'm on the Japan train. Pleasant surprise, yeah. Yeah. They're they're looking good. I mean they've played the two worst teams in their in their uh pool group stage right now. So th- they'll play Spain, I think that'd be Monday or Sunday night morning, whatever time it is of the day. Uh but that'll be a fun game. I mean both those teams have already advanced to elimination. That group is already set just to we just need to see what the seeds are but that'll be a fun game spain versus japan and yeah I, i've been enjoying watching them um one thing i have been kind of upset with that i think would be an easy fix for fox is to have some sort of like recap show that happens around like 9 a.m so like i want to just like wake up and like i could see like a highlight show of like what's happened since i've been sleeping for the past eight hours <laughs> sort of like uh, apple tv does with mls wraparound mm-hmm. uh, i think that'd be a great way for fox to make it easier to sort of get information about what happens in the game because like right now i can like go on youtube and watch highlights uh but that doesn't really help fox at all do you have cable uh i have youtube tv so they, they have it do they really they have a recap show? Yeah. Oh they, damn. I was I was actually um I sent them a, a chat in WhatsApp. I was showing them that they recap all the previous games and then they have a roundup show twice a day, one in the morning. But it's an odd time. It's not yeah. before work if that's what you're looking yeah. to. And then so have another one in the in the late I think evening. That may be like the setting that I have because I like set it to like record like all the like games and I it must not like pick that up. So mm-hmm. like when I like go and check like the recordings, I don't see anything besides the games that have been played. Yeah. But. I make it a habit every day. I go to, to the guide and it's either on Fox sports one or Fox sports main station. Yeah. That might be a me problem. They, they back and forth between it. Yeah. And obviously if it's a big game like the U S they'll put it on their broadcast station. Yeah. But yeah. It is nice to, cause I was like throw the games on, on the background while I'm working. Totally. totally. So it's always nice to have that like backlog of stuff. I can just like watch during the day. Yeah, because at least you have a pulse on what's going on, but you're not, like, totally invested. Yeah. You can still work or yep. do your errands and stuff. Yep, don't have to dedicate nine hours a day to <laughs> full attention given. We think back to the men's tournament. I mean, we were watching every single game, it seemed like. Maybe not in the group stages, every single game. Yeah. but Yeah, it's definitely addictive. It is. Yeah, and they had and they had it a little easier since they were in Cutter and the times were a little bit more friendly for us. Um, but still, yeah, watching a lot like those games. But once we get to elimination round, they're not going to give the U.S. this bonus, are they? Uh, I think, I think some of the games will be um, like this eight slash nine p.m. slot for us, and I think one of them is like a eight a.m. slot. So we'll sort of see. But yeah, I mean they they, they know who their audience is. That they know a lot of Americans are going to watch. So I mean, I'm they're, sure they want to ca- catch catch those people and 
Also, shout out Kansas City, the most watched market in the U.S. Let's go. Don't you love that? Like yeah, when I great. just like I mentioned, when they put on the broadcast station, have you noticed the videos always in Power and Light? Yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah, the I mean, reinforces is the soccer capital. Yeah, definitely for women's soccer. I don't think. I, I mean, why wouldn't you want to come to Kansas City? Building a, a stadium just for women, consistently great support. National I mean, team train here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the World Cup bids look like for the women's, but if the U.S. is bidding, which I assume they would be, um, I mean, you know games are going to be in Kansas City for that. That's That's got to be locked up already. So I just looked it up. Convenient segue. I just bragged about Brazil. France had a disappointing draw with uh, France drew with uh, was it Jamaica? Yeah. All right. Now Brazil France is on Saturday morning. All That'll right? be a fun game. I, I'm telling you, France underperformed. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to write them off yet because it's just the first game. But I think Brazil is really going to whoop them. Yeah. I mean, well, like we said in our preview show, like France has a great defense, but can they ever score? Is like the question that they're going to have to be faced with, and I think. I, I mean, definitely watching Brazil in this first game, they can score and they mm. like will. You, you you can imagine they'll at least get one or two against like any team, um, or at least have those looks. So I I mean I think the pressure is really there for France against like find the back of the net or you're not gonna keep playing much longer. I think I think we gotta hype that game up. It's the two titans of football, like yeah. South America versus Europe. You know, I know it's early, but I think Brazil gonna put it on them. Yeah, so that'll definitely. Do you know what time that game is? Five in the morning. Man. Five. That's not too bad, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it could have been like the two you o'clock game. Wake up game. just in time for the second half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. And good. then right after that, we got pick up soccer. Let's know? go. That's a nice yeah. Saturday morning that right is. there. Hell of a conversation started when we when we arrive. Yep. Yep. I think that's a pretty good segue to sort of talk about what we got going on. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, any teams that jumping out to you? Germ- oh. Germany destroyed. I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. So that Morocco. was a nice win. Yeah, yeah I, was saying, I was saying I was saying the men's success, this, the Moroccan's men's success to filter over to the women's, that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, then I also, was, I think it was this morning, uh, Katie McCaw from Ireland got an Olympico in. Oh, wow. So that was yes. sick. That is uh, nice. And I feel like because we, we'd have to, like, look back if someone wants to, like, check the records, actually. I feel like earlier – and like March, I was talking about like I haven't seen an Olympico in forever. And then we've had like three this that's year. The, that's the first one of women's World Cup history. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've had no like two. Kidding. Yeah, goal we've had the, I, so far. I think goal of the tournament and Brazil's yeah. goal was a team goal, so it's different. Mm-hmm. But I think those are the two top goals to me. I need to check out the Olympico. Yeah. I haven't seen that. So we've had two in the MLS this season. Now we've had this in the Women's World Cup. I was like, damn. Okay, I guess they're just happening this year. Now we got to try it in rec <laughs> soccer, you guys. Go yeah. for your Olympicos. Usually yeah. when you see one, you think it's the keeper's fault, but really the keeper didn't have a chance. It yeah, was that it, was, well hit. it was so good. Yeah, she crushed, and it looked like it started raining too. So I assume there's the a little. Had something to do with yeah, it. there's some wind. I'm sure that's blowing it. The weather's been bad there. And if you do it right, it's like a shot. It's not a cross. It's yeah, like you it's, like shoot it in. Yeah. yeah, it's it was a great it was a great so goal. when you score from a corner kick. Yeah, but Canada still beat them. Mm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, I believe that was like the first goal too. So it really set the tone. But Canada came back. Uh, but yeah, that was exciting to watch this morning. Um, Did you see that Canada's striker came off the bench? bench? I, I didn't see that. They benched her. She missed the penalty first game. She has, she didn't play well that game, and she didn't play well this one either. She missed two opportunities. But um, obviously, you know, she's a veteran. It still helps have her on the, on the field. But I mean, five World Cups. She's in. She's oh, forty years old. Yeah. You know, I think it's time to 
time to sit it down. <laughs> yeah, you can't be running around at that age. The that uh, story about the Norway player was a little odd that she does the national anthem and then just goes to the locker room and she's like one of their star players. Wait, she, I didn't hear this. What What's going on she there? She essentially uh, pulled her groin in warm-ups, but no one was really wow. paying attention. And then so then they do the ceremonies to start the game and then she just leaves the pitch. They never and, saw her oh, again? Wow. never saw her again. It's because she had this injury and everybody Weird. was talking about it. It's kind of kind of interesting they ended up losing and they're in, they got one point after two games so or yeah. after, so they got a, some work to do yeah that's that's rough but uh yeah any, any other shout outs for the women's world cup you want to throw out for now no nah, that's it just brazil i think it will be interesting to see if canada switch it up kind of like i was saying about the u.s uh, i don't know if they'll switch it up you know and and leave their star player on the bench uh, but yeah i'm gonna go with u.s and brazil yeah that's looking good Looking good. Mike, any teams you want to call out? Just Germany and Brazil. Fun teams to watch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll stick with Japan. That's going to be that's gonna be my team this, this uh, summer. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll have plenty more to talk about as the tournament keeps going. I mean, a lot of great stuff. I mean, we could sit here and talk about each game really for 20 minutes if we wanted to. But, <laughs> There's a lot going on, yeah. But, yeah. Um, U.S. win tonight. Come on. Let's go. Oh, yeah. USA. Let's see what U.S. can do, see if they can pull it back in their direction. And uh, what what else you got going on in your personal soccer world? You mentioned uh, pickup on Saturday, Mike. Yes, uh, we got a league on Saturday, so that's been going really well. We're four games into our eight-game season. Uh, and then we have a ninth game plan for the top four spots. And it's pretty interesting the way the league is set up because there are f- like five teams that are very, very close to the final two three or playoff spot number four and playoff spot number three so everyone kind of has a chance and people are just playing some good soccer the referees are enjoying themselves and people are actually coming out to watch and support and it's just great to have a little uh, soccer community right north of the plaza at Pembroke Hill Warnell campus so uh, Chris Nettie sitting next to me here was one of the refs for one of the games and did an amazing job and thanks Mike yeah been fun so yeah i hope the fans keep coming out man it, it was it was really unique to see how many supporters were out there um so yeah i'll be out there saturday and i hope the weather's good i hope the weather continues uh because we're really enjoying the summer man yeah mm. supposed to be another hot one this saturday so yeah we gotta hydrate yeah, yeah gotta hydrate not every morning like it's been pretty nice every single morning so we're yeah, yeah. we get in there early before the sun starts cooking yeah we're and i know i know some one. of you who play in that league like to drink the night before so you know like uh staying, <laughs> not staying, not staying hydrated starts with, <laughs> staying hydrated starts the night before for this league someone nicknamed it the hangover league and it kind of <laughs> stuck because it, it almost is but it's it's been fun it's yeah. still cure the hangover and then the other thing that was pretty sweet that happened in uh, one of our 30 plus 11s game is we had this tie game late in the game and uh, I lined up to take a free kick because I stepped in front of a guy and got bowled over and absolutely smash it into the corner and oh, yeah. never done anything quite like that that late where it kind of was a decisive goal and I just hit the crap out of this ball and it was a good feeling everyone was cheering and uh why did you stand and over they, the ball? They picked him up <laughs> over his shoulders and carried him off the field. I stood that. over the ball because I, I took one earlier in the game and I hit see. it really well. You felt uh, good? And yeah, yeah, and I kind of was like, since I drew the foul, they kind of know I like to take them. And there was one other guy who's kind of looking forward to, but I was like, dude, I just hit it the same thing, move it a little left, and it was, it so was, it was a pretty spectacular. Thing. It was. It was pretty nice. And you think about that and hard not to feel good about yourself doing doing something like that, but it was pretty fun. Yeah, um, I don't got much. Last last game of the season tonight. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, I don't know. Um, 
last weekend. Is this your good team or bad? Oh, uh, this is my bad team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's fun. It's fun. We went out drinking last week. Uh, we ended up at a karaoke bar after the game. So, you know, we have fun. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how it goes. Not expectations aren't too high or anything but that's the best way to do it honestly it's just having fun and that's yep. the point of it we did a golden boot race in our little so we tried to tally some of the goals so that was pretty cool but you have a great game tonight jackson i wish you some amazing saves we'll we'll try our hardest yeah. and uh if golden we got, glove and a golden boot man i'm in yeah. the presence of greatness may, <laughs> yeah. I, may I, the ball not <laughs> bounce off of you into yeah. your own goal yeah while I, I told my team if if i ever score a goal it counts for 10 in the golden boot race so can I get a golden whistle? <laughs> yeah, golden whistle. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Um, Just let, push forward, Jackson. Push forward. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's anything else, I think we're going to go ahead and end it there. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back shortly with talk about some more Women's World Cup and more uh, uh, Leagues Cup as well. And uh, we'll see what happens over the next few days. Thanks, everyone. Peace. See ya.